0: Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the show. It is the Rob Zachary Show. Yes, we are live, and yes, we are getting ready to activate the Periscope feed. So, stand by if you are listening to us on Blog Talk or you're listening to us on uh, Speaker or however else you listen to us, and you want to uh, watch us, go to Twitter and click on the Periscope link. Uh, go there right now. I will give you I will give you eight seconds from when I say go. How's that? You ready? Okay. Get ready and go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ah oh, man, seven. Ha <laughs> ha! All right. For some for some reason, our uh, our entire. Um, all the work we were doing and getting the um, speaker feed ready, uh, we we lost all the information that we put into the uh, window. I know isn't that isn't that messed up? It's always such a pain in the ass to get this thing going. Um, but everybody seems to like it. Well, I mean. Depending on who is on, uh, and they're, <laughs> you know, the 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 cursing. Sometimes people go on there and they're like "f you," so it's it's kind of hurtful. Um, but what are you going to do? So we're going to try this again. Let's see. So uh, let's see. Um, so we got to push re does. I wonder if that's how, yeah, MSNBC alters the C I'm giving you I'm giving you guys the um, the headline of what uh, we're going to talk about the segment. See, this was already done, but we uh, uh, you know, we, we we lost it. I don't know how, but so we'll uh, we'll, do, we'll we'll try it again, and then we're going to talk about Iran, and they uh, punk us again, and then we're going to talk about Trump. So Trump. Keeps rolling. How's that? There. All right, guys. Here we go. Now we'll try it again. (laughs) So do the countdown. Let's do the countdown together. Now. One. (laughs) Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. How's that? All right. There. <laughs> Nine. Uh, all right. We are. Are we live? Or are we not live? Yeah, we're live. uh hold on. Let me get this. Yeah. We gotta. We gotta alter this. Hold on. We're constantly constantly altering. All right, let's try this again. No. Such a pain in the ass. It really is. This is the whole We're going to try, try this one one more time. Let's see, so your Carrie show I know, guys. Just bear with me, will you, please? Oh! We should have some whistling. We should have some, like, uh, uh, intro whistling music. (laughs) All right, we'll try it. So we go. Uh, Hashtag MSNBC alters the sea. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! CNN poll. I know. Then go uh, figure, got to do a hashtag Iran. Iran punks us again. And here we go. Trump still. Rolling. All right. We're going to try this one last time. Okay? One last time. Here we go. Do the countdown with me. One last time. Here it is. And we're going to go here, here, there. Whoa! Jeez, look at that handsome guy. All right. There. All right, <laughs> there. That's not bad. There, it only took us. It only took us three times. So if you're listening to us on the radio, you're listening to us on Spreaker. You're listening to us on Blog Talk. You're listening to us, uh, however you listen. It only took us three times to get that right. It only took us three times to get that right. All right, so we're back. Welcome to the program, this is the Rob Show. I am your wonderful host, Rob Zakari. So where do we start? I would say the left is officially freaking out. I would say they've officially, they've, uh, I've never seen this before. I'm 43. Uh, I've only been following politics for, I don't know, since I was 14, 13, 14 And I've never seen this before. So the most amazing thing that I've ever witnessed, a network. Now, of course, all of these uh, cable networks were not around back when I was uh, 12 or 13. But I've never seen a a news organization. I've never seen Tom Brokaw. I've never seen... uh, Dan Rad, I just, I've never seen anybody ever get a poll, and because everybody is buzzing about that poll, alter the poll to make it fit your narrative. Now, I'm not talking about your own poll. I'm not talking about when you do a poll. The Rob's a Carry show, Paul. And you don't like the outcome because you sampled too many uh, leftists. Or you sampled too many, uh, you know, I I don't know, people with uh, uh, no arms and no legs. I'm talking about someone else's Paul. I'm talking about someone else's (laughs) Paul. I'm talking about... Where you go, I don't like what that poll says. So, and we're going to tell you what it really should be. (laughs) I've never seen that. It's, It's amazing to see all the stories today. And there's a ton of stories. Whether you go to the New York Times, whether you go to the Washington Post. I mean, all the usual suspects. Daily Beast. Huffington Post, New York Times, Bezo—I call it Bezo—the Bezo paper. It's the Washington Post, the Bezo paper. There are story after story that have come out today. Why the polls don't really matter? Why? Why? Why the Why the polls are kind of wrong? Why 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 it's still too early to really follow the poll. Remember, three weeks ago it was over. Look at the polls. Look at the polls. Look at the polls. Look at all the polls. It was it's over. Hillary Clinton's up by ten. Hillary Clinton's up by fourteen. Hillary Clinton's up by sixteen. It's a slaughter. She's measuring the curtains. It's done. And don't forget, we're always told, we're always told, pre-this, the campaign doesn't really start until after Labor Day. But, but this time is different, because everybody's engaged. Everybody's engaged more than they've ever done before. So normally, normally, that holds water. But this time around, this time around, No, no. People are engaged. So this notion that after Labor Day is when the campaigns really start and when the polls really matter, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I heard that. So the polls and where the polls are now, that's it. It's too late for Trump to turn it around. Way too late. Way too late. Now all of a sudden you have a CNN poll come out. That has Trump up two, three points margin error, Let's just say tied. And even in all the other states, the polls are shrinking. And now you hear, "Wow, well, you know, it, the, the polls—it's—it it, doesn't—it doesn't matter. It's so early. Early. Wait, what?" And then MSNBC and Sleepy Eye Chuck Todd go even further. They go even further. They're so pissed off. They are so pissed off
1: that they alter the polls. I, I, I kid you not. They alter the polls. I, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it.
0: I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. So yesterday because the liberal
1: uh,
0: every, every of the left, uh, you you name them. Like I said, rather <laughs> rather it's Facebook, rather it's Twitter, rather it's Instagram, rather it's Tinder, rather it's uh sugar daddy what whatever. Okay? <laughs> whatever. They're they're just, uh, well, this can't be. No, do it. What's going on? uh, uh, Please, no. So Chuck Todd's like, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to make everybody feel better. Sleepy Eyes is going to make everybody feel better. So Sleepy Eyes comes out. It says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This, uh, This poll that CNN did is wrong wrong they, they, they skewed it they, they skewed it too much okay and what we've got to do is take polling data from the 2012 electorate what none now the, the they're they they they're losing their minds to where it's Well, we've got to take polling data from 2012. So you're going to take polling data, and you're going to do numbers based off of Obama and Romney. And you're going to use those numbers because you don't like the numbers that came out yesterday for Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And the candidates. The candidates. Both of them. Are complete. Complete opposites. Of who they're comparing numbers with. I mean yeah. Obama's radical as hell. But Hillary. Is more radical. Than Obama. In so many ways. I mean. Just the fact that she's an old white woman is pretty radical. The fact that uh, black folk don't like her, that's not a right thing. And I'm not saying black folk are in love with Donald Trump, but
1: there's a lot of black
0: folk. I mean, hell, you guys seen over the weekend P. Diddy, Puffy, whatever is name is, Puffy Combs. Sean Combs, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, he came out and said, hold up, my black brothers and sisters, don't just give your vote automatically to Hillary Clinton. Just don't give it to her because she's a Democrat. I'm not saying give it to Trump. Demand something. Say we want something in return. Don't just give that vote up. So here's MSNBC saying, no, 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 no. This data that uh, CNN is doing, it's wrong. It's 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 wrong. It's improbable. You you got to use 2012 data. But the 2012 data, as far as I'm concerned, is even more skewed because you're talking about Obama, Hillary, Romney, Trump. And as much uh, skewed as far as Hillary and Obama, you could do the same for Romney and Trump. There was no grassroots excitement for Romney. There was no grassroots excitement for Mitt. What he cared about, Mitt, it was like, yeah, okay, all right, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Easy, young McCain. Okay, so it's preposterous to roll back time and go to 2012 and go, whoa, 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 we have to use 2012. We we, we have to. We have to use 2012. So Chuck Todd says, when we look at the uh, polling data, it appears that whites without a college degree appear to make up nearly half of their sample. In 2012, by the way, whites without a college degree was slightly more than a third of all voters. The point is the numbers may not be wrong, but you're waiting. You're, 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 you're waiting maybe your assumption. So the CNN folks assumed an electorate that is not an impossible scenario for Trump, but it would be an historic shift. If it occurred, no different than Hillary Clinton getting the exact amount of black vote that Obama did. Doric achievement. I mean, remember, Obama got a, 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 a turnout of black voters that was unprecedented. I mean, it was unprecedented. So to assume Hillary Clinton is going to get the exact same turnout it is liberal wet dreaming. I mean it really is. It's liberal wet dreaming. So sleepy eyes goes on with the numbers adjusted. <clears throat> excuse me. With the numbers adjusted to reflect how the electoral shook out four years ago, Quentin's two-point deficit will be shifted to a four-point lead. What? <laughs> Grading on the curve is now polling on the curve. I mean, now, I, hell, it, it's, 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 uh, it's teacher having an affair with the, the student curve. That's like, you know, Billy, you really got a D but well I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a C plus. Meet me after class Meet me after class. Chuck Todd and Sleepy Eyes. He woke up and went, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. We, we, this is this is wrong. This is, you, can't, you, can't, you can't skew the polls like that. We we wait a minute. This is ro- this is coming from MSNBC. This is coming from MSNBC. Remember, these are the ones. These are the guys that did the whole uh, polling. The I, I don't remember what poll it was. The Wall Street Journal poll it was the uh, NBC MSNBC Wall Street Journal. The poll they did right before, rather, was South Carolina. One of the big days uh, back in the primary. And out of the blue, out of the blue, had Ted Cruz up three or four points. And that was the narrative of the day. Because you know all these polls are just segments. They're all segments. They're all segments. That's all. It's like, how do we fill this segment? Okay, well, we'll, we'll do the polls. We'll have a we'll have a day to talk about the polls. Matthews will talk about the polls. Uh, you know, Matt will talk about the polls. O'Donnell will talk about, okay, so now we'll do this. And, uh, that's all it is. So here's Chuck Todd altering the polls by another network. Because they don't like the outcome. And he's going to use the 2012 map and the 2012 electorate because, of course, the candidates are just all so similar. (laughs) Panic and desperation. Panic and desperation. This is from the side that three weeks ago We're telling Trump and the Trump supporters and the Republicans and anybody on the right, it's over. Go home. Not only are you going to get slaughtered in this race, but you're also going to lose the House, you're going to lose the Senate, you're going to lose state legislature seat, you're going to lose governorship, you're going to lose everything. You're you're going to become the Whig Party. That was three weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, go to, to the to Daily Beast, go to Buzz, go, go, to every, go to every site you can possibly, go to every site you possibly can find. Just go there. And it's a story about the new poll. It's, it's not, it's, it's everybody don't panic. Not look, Hillary's still way up in this state. Hillary's still way up. And remember, these national polls, at the end of the day, regardless, listen, when you're taking polling data from states that are historically blue and historically red, and you're factoring that polling data. to a national poll is very disingenuous and when you're taking sampling from Texas or you're taking sampling from California or you're taking sampling from New Jersey and you're putting all of that data in and you're going look Hillary Clinton's up 6 points Hillary Clinton's up 7 points but everybody knows California doesn't matter Texas doesn't matter Jersey doesn't matter. New York doesn't matter. We've talked about it on this show to nauseam. What matters? Ohio. What matters? Michigan. What matters? Pennsylvania. What matters? Florida. Wisconsin. The Rust Belt. You hear it all the time. The Rust Belt, Rust Belt, Rust Belt. So even when you see a poll that goes, oh, Hillary Clinton is up six points, Hillary Clinton is up seven points, you got to look at Ohio, you got to look at the states that are actually going to decide this election, and in Ohio, pretty much tied, give or take a point or two, give or take a point or two, Hillary's not up by 15 points in Ohio, Hillary's not up by 15 points in Florida, and every time I hear somebody on the left. Bring up Nate Silver. Well, Nate Silver said, Nate Silver said, you guys realize that Nate Silver was beyond wrong during the primaries. You realize that? You can't erase the primaries and go to 2012 and go, oh, he was was perfect. He was perfect. In 2012, he predicted Obama right, right now. Yeah, but the entire primary season, he was wrong. He was wrong. I remember we talked about this right after Trump got the nomination. And I said, watch. All these people that were wrong, rather it was Nate Silver or the Dana Perinos." Left and right. Remember, Nate Silver is a liberal hack. Just remember that. He's a liberal polling hack. But I digress. But what did I say? All of these people, from Nate Silver on down, who were beyond wrong in the prime. Remember, every month, every month, Every single one of these pollsters, even Frank Luntz, Frank Luntz, the guy who wears the worst wig, uh, I mean the worst wig, you can't get a worse wig than Luntz, and the guy's got money, it always amazes me, guys who have money who have bad wigs, don't get it, just don't get it, don't get it, anyways, again, I digress. So from Nate Silver to every other pundit, month after month, what did they say? Oh, Trump's done next month. He's done. It's over. It's over. I remember watching Nate Silver on Lawrence O'Donnell. And he goes, the data, the data that we're looking at it basically shows that Donald Trump is 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 losing support and Donald Trump he will he will be out of the race effectively next month and then next month comes Trump's not out okay all right we are we are course correcting <laughs> and we hey, shut up shut up And what did I say? After the primaries, once we got Hillary and Trump, everybody that was wrong during the primaries would act as if that never happened. And sure as the day, they're all acting like it never happened. So all the people that day after day said, Trump is done. Trump is done. Look at the numbers. Polling don't lie. Look at this sampling. Look at that sampling. All those same people have been saying, Trump is done. Hillary's killing him. Hillary's going to smoke them. Hillary's a. And we're in the exact same position that we were. And what's going on right now? They're all freaking out. They're all freaking out. So you have Chuck Todd... Sleepy eyes. Redoing other people's pulse. <laughs> Man. You want to talk about a party in panic mode. You want to talk about a, <laughs> a party in panic mode. Man, when your network, I mean, let's face it, it's not just CNN, the Clinton News Network, but it's also MSNBC. I mean, you can't get more in the bag, not just Hillary, but for Democrats, than MSNBC. NBC in general, remember, the president of NBC did the whole rant, Trump is a monster. Trump is Satan. Trump is blah, blah, blah. He's the president. He's the president of NBC. It's amazing. So it's not just CNN. It's MSNBC. So you got a network (laughs) redoing the polls (laughs) on another liberal network It's just full-on panic mode. Just, ah, what are we going to do? Because remember, what do polls do? Polls create a narrative and reinforce an idea. Okay? They reinforce an idea. So if you're a low-information voter, and remember, my, my, my concept of a low-information voter is different than other people's concepts of a low-information voter. But if you're a low-information voter, if you're a I only vote for the presidency, I only vote every four or eight years, I only get engaged for the presidency, I only get involved for the big game, you know, people that don't watch football until the Super Bowl, every week, every Monday night game, every Thursday night game, every Sunday night game, 5 million viewers, 7 million viewers, playoffs, 20 million viewers, 15 million viewers, playoffs, so, you know, the 23, uh, the championship, 25, Super Bowl, 100 million, State Senate races or national, you know, governorship, whatever. Polling turnout here, polling turnout here. Presidency, 100 plus million votes. So it's those people. So the polls are designed to influence those people. Nobody wants to be on a losing team. Nobody wants to root for a losing team. Doesn't, that's that's the nature of who we are. Oh, what's the trend? Parachute pants? I'll wear parachute pants. Oh, what's the trend? Listening to Vanilla Ice? All right, I'll listen to Vanilla Ice. Oh, that's not in right now? Okay, then I'm not going to listen to Vanilla Ice. Breakdancing. I'll learn how to breakdance. I know I'm white, but everybody's doing it. Moonwalk. Everybody's doing it. Oh, he's a pedophile? Not going to like him no more. I mean, that's who we are. So the polls are created to influence people that don't want to be with a loser. That's why MSNBC, who has, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of hipster liberal douchebags that watch them. And in between those hip-rel, hip hip <laughs> hip Hipster liberal douchebags, you have tweeners. We talk about tweeners on the show all the time. They could go Republican, they could go Democrat. They don't necessarily go for policy. Sometimes they go for personality. They want to be inspired. They don't necessarily have to be inspired by a plan to feed African children with 50,000 tons of grain. But it's those people, the tweeners. And MSNBC doesn't want the tweeners to see the momentum going for Trump because it can make those tweeners go, yeah, yeah I'm going to get behind Trump. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it's cool. He seems to be the parachute pants of 2016. Yeah, right on. That's what these polls do. That's what these polls do. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So, remember that. When you're taking a look at CNN and you're looking at uh, Sleepy Eyes, Chuck Todd. Talking about, well, we got to alter... Polling data what you can't do that you dummy you can't you know we we gotta change something around here russell wilson should never have thrown that ball in the end zone you see he should have handed the ball to marshawn lynch and, and 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 you see we're gonna take coaching data from past and present coaches in the National Football League. And uh, basically, if you put all that information together, the majority said they would have handed the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. So what we're going to do is we're going to reverse that. We're going to put the ball in Marshawn Lynch's hands. He's going to rush for that touchdown. So as of right now, we are changing. We are changing that outcome and the Seattle Seahawks are the winner of the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> That's what we're going to do.
0: That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Ay 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 ay. Nate Silver said, Nate Silver. All right, so there you go. There's my, uh, this is my MSNBC uh, Chuck Todd sleepy eyes Chuck Todd. Now somebody brought up, and you kind of beat me to it. Uh, I c- we could listen, guys. We could take calls. The only problem is uh, the way it's set up. You're not going to hear the calls. Uh, on Periscope. That's the only problem. But yes. you can, I, I got a call in number. Now you can't call in. And act like retards. Okay. <laughs> you can't call in and act stupid. But. People on Periscope won't be able to. Listen. Now. Maybe. We could fix that. Now, when we did live feeds before, we would get different feedback, and it was annoying, and I had everybody screaming and bitching and yelling, and we're still new to the whole Periscope thing. We still got issues that were working out. But give me till tomorrow. All right, give me till tomorrow. Let me see if I could get the old system back up. And if I get the old system back up, you know, we'll take calls, and that way people on Periscope can listen to the calls. And it won't just be a one-sided affair, and everybody on Periscope will just be listening to me. I know you guys love to hear my wonderful voice, but we'll do that tomorrow, okay? I promise. I promise. Now, somebody beat me to bringing up, I don't know if it's a town hall, would it be car- town hall would you classify it as a town hall tonight's uh nbc msnbc is it on M- msnbc or is it N- nbc i think it's both i think it's it's actually going to be um simulcasted on both i think but it's a veterans form now i don't know why trump is doing this it's on both okay so it's on msnbc And it will be broadcasted on NBC. Now, I don't know why Trump is doing this. Because any time he's ever done anything involving NBC, has not worked out well. It hasn't. And Hillary doesn't do anything involving Fox. That's why I loved about a week ago, The left was screaming and yelling. Donald Trump is only doing Fox News interviews. He's only doing Fox News interviews. He won't do any other interviews. He's only doing... Really? You guys have the audacity to complain that for about three weeks? I don't even think it was that long. I think maybe two weeks. Trump was only doing Fox interviews? Hillary Clinton doesn't do anything... Involving Fox. I mean, she hardly does any TV as it is. But when she does, she's not doing Fox. What'd she do, Wallace? Which, seriously, this entire time, she did Wallace? There was no Fox town hall when uh, Hillary and Bernie were battling it out. But there was a whole bunch of CNN, MSNBC town halls. So I don't know why Trump is putting himself in this position. Because A, you know MSNBC is going to try to get the momentum back. And they know when Trump is in these situations and he's shooting from the hip... A lot of things can happen, <laughs> you know. Us, us Trump supporters, know a lot of things can happen. He could start talking about, you know, uh, punishing women for abortion. Now, listen, he, he was he was bullied into that. If you wanted to use a liberal term, when Chris Matthews is drooling, somebody's got to be punished. Somebody's got to be punished. Blah, 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 blah. He's not a politician. Trump's like, ah, oh, yes, so, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. So he's not, you know, he, he he's more like. I mean, that's why people, that's why people love him. I mean, seriously, that's, that's why people love him. That's why people hate him, because he's like us. He is. He's like us. And I talked about that abortion thing when it happened. Basically, what he said is what you would say if you're just hanging out with your buddies, drinking some beers. Maybe if you live in a state like Colorado, you're taking a, a puff on a joint. And maybe you're pro life, your friends, pro choice, and you get into a conversation about, well, where does life begin? What's the definition of murder? If you're saying uh, that is a human and you can I mean, you, you easily could see that conversation taking place in the confines of somebody's house or at a bar. And someone goes, well, if it's murder... If it's murder, if that's considered murder, shouldn't people be punished? For committing murder oh, yeah if you really want to be technical and that's really what trump did trump basically was like well yeah if you want to be technical and then it was like whoa hey, oh my god so yeah these forums trump shoots See, so he shoots It's so we call shooting he shoots now things could be different because he's definitely uh, been more disciplined he hasn't had any gaps. They tried to make a gap out of him shooting on Ben Sass. You know, that, that creature, Jennifer Rubin. I think that's her name from the Washington Post. And when I say creature, listen, I, I, I'm not, you know, I don't mean to be critical, people. I'm an equal opportunity offender. You know, Chris Christie's morbidly obese. I, I Yes, I know. I I. I uh, I, I, you know, schoolyard looks, and I get, but Jennifer Rubin is is hard to look at. Okay, she's tough. She's tough. She reminds me, if you look at her picture in the Washington Post on her articles, at the end you scroll down and you see the picture. She reminds me of, remember the Geico commercial with the cavemen? That's what she reminds me of. The the cave, one of the cavemen. She did a whole thing, trying to create this Trump, he's back at it, he's losing self-control because Trump basically yeah, I know Rachel Maddow's hard to look at too but you know who's worse than Rachel Maddow? Sally Cohen, whoo-hoo man wow shoo. because at least Rachel Maddow, you could look at the old pictures of her with the long blonde hair and you're like, ah. Sally Cohn, I think, has always looked like Sally Cohn. I think she came out of the womb looking like that. Where the doctor was like, Ah, it, uh here, it's an it. I digress. Let me get back. <laughs> Let me get back. So, Rube, I know I'm sorry. I should I shouldn't be like that. It's very bad. The switchboard would be lighting up if I was on KFI 6:40 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> program director would be like, you can't talk like that. What are you doing? You're going to offend ugly women all across Los Angeles. <sighs> Anyways, so she kept trying to play the whole, oh, he's at it again. The, 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 look what he said to Ben Sass. And it still amazes me that everybody could take their shots at Trump, say whatever they want about Trump, whatever they want. And if Trump responds, he's somehow an a-hole, somehow he's unpresidential. How many times have we seen Obama in the last seven and a half years run someone down? Seriously. Seriously. How many times have we seen him shoot on the, the, someone in the press? And he's the president. He's not trying to be the president. He is the president. How many times have we seen Obama get very upset at a question and just run down the reporter? And the funny thing is, when uh, Trump says those things about Sass. He's saying nothing uh, different than an opponent would say. Sass is a very weak senator. He, he's, he's done bad for his state. He's not, like, calling him a, 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 a goat effer. He's not doing anything like that. He's like, hey, he's, he's, a, he's not a good senator. He's not a good senator. So Trump hasn't been doing those things. He, he, m- meaning he hasn't been going off the rails. The only time The only time he went outside the script, so to speak, was the Ben Sass thing. So who knows what's going to happen at the forum tonight? He might be like on script and laid back to the point, but listen, Matt Lauer is going to do everything, everything in his power, to go after Trump. I mean, this is a guy who's part of the Global Clinton Initiative. Seriously, again, how Trump and the Republicans agree to this uh, is mind-blowing. How do they agree to this and not force Hillary to do something with Fox? Fox is not a bastion of conservatives. And now with, um, what's her name? My girl there, my woman, my Scientologist. What's her name? Van Sustren. With Van sustren leaving, you know, the conservatives are are, are far a few between. Maggie Kelly's not a conservative. You know, the the Sons, they're they're doing everything in their power to to strip Fox of that evil conservative Republican. Brand name. So, for Trump and the Republicans to not agree, to say, hey, we'll do this, no problem. But uh, Hillary's going to have to uh, do a Fox town hall. She's going to have to do something with Fox. Because Matt Lauer is a Clinton shill. He's a Clinton shill. Matt Lauer is a Clinton shill. And he's the one moderating. Now remember, and you've seen it with CNN and Anderson Cooper. They don't just moderate. They don't just go, all right, you, uh, war veteran. Ask a question. You, Warbuck, they ask a question, okay, blah, 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 Trump will answer. And then Matt Lauer or Anderson Cooper will do like a follow-up, or they'll ask their own question. So they're going to throw in their own question. So you know, mark my words, what's going to happen tonight the John McCain war hero question will come up tonight. The John McCain war hero controversy will come up tonight. Mark my words. Mark my words. It's going to come up tonight. And how Trump answers that question is going to be headline for tomorrow. And I'll tell you this. I know Trump doesn't like to apologize. He did the half apology. And it went a long way. People are like, Whoa. Oh man. Did he just did he Did he just kind of apologize? Did he say he regrets? Oh, my gosh. So, I, I was Kellyanne Conway, or I was Stephen Bannon. I would have a plan, and that plan... would be to apologize for those comments. I would take the wind, and that's what it would do. It would take the wind out of that forum, and it would take wind out of the new commercials that are running. That's why it's going to come up tonight, and Trump should seize on that and say, you know what? In the heat of the campaign, you sometimes you regret them. Sometimes you don't. And there's been things that I regret. POWs is something I regret. And if it offended John and it offended... POWs. I'm sorry for that. I know it's against the apology rule, but I'm telling you, and I don't mean to sound like a Hugh Hewitt, but it would take everything. I know McCain is a rhino. I know. I'm not a fan of McCain, and I despise his daughter even more. But it would so so take the wind it would destroy it would destroy them i'm telling you tonight they're going to harp on it right now paul bagala that little scumbag okay paul bagala that little scumbag he's a cnn commentator and he's also the head of a hillary super PAC. Basically, the Hillary super PAC. The super PAC that runs just every ad you can see. I mean, there is no ad on TV for Hillary that's not a Paul Begala super PAC. And the new ad that they are hammering is where Trump is talking about McCain Talking about POWs. And it cuts to veterans. Maimed in war. Missing limbs. Faces were melted off. Wheelchairs. It's very graphic. It's very graphic. And it's very in your face. They're going hammering this they're going to bring it up tonight Matt Lauer is going to do everything in his power everything in his power that's my opinion who am I hey I'm my jerk off I get it but my opinion okay don't know if the Trump campaign this is the show where they read our articles. Don't forget, anybody that's new to the show, if you go to robbizikashow.com, we post a blog every day. You go to zerofilter.com, one of our other sites, we post a blog every day. And it's normally the main topic. From the show. So you read it, and you can envision me saying it. And we get that story out to the Trump campaign and the Clinton campaign, and we send it to different quasi journalists, and then they block us. Block. (laughs) Block. Josh Barrow, that little hipster scumbag. Block. He blocked us. Joanne Walsh blocked. And these are the liberal douchebags that go on TV and go Republicans are, are racist. They're they're bastards. Trump's racist. He's a bigot. He's a bastard. All of his supporters are bastards. They write these horrible stories they're all Klansmen. They're all Nazis. They're, all... and then if you hit them up, and I'm not talking about hitting them up, going, "You scum! You douche! You a-hole!" You go, "Hey, uh, check out this article." And in the article, kind of says how their point of view is wrong. It's a biting article. But nonetheless, it's an article. It's not a, I want to rape you, I want to kill you, I want to murder you. It's nothing like that. And then they read the article, and it hurts them. It invades their safe space. And then they block. That's why journalists, or I hate to call them journalists because they're, I mean, uh, journalists. Katie Burr, she's a journalist. Get out of here. You know? Okay, sure. Anyways, that's why they're fit to be tied during this election Seriously, that's why they've been fit to be tied. Because none of them, none of them, from Anderson Cooper to Don Lemon, Blitzer, Jake Tapper, none of them have been in a situation where a politician has challenged them. Never. They've never been in a situation where they can write an article, you know, they do their thing, or they do a telecast, and then the person they did the telecast about does an interview or goes to Twitter and calls them out. Or, they're doing an interview with them, and they get called out during an the interview. They've, they've never had that happen before. And it completely trips Because these quasi-journalists are the big crime babies in the world. You, you can't get bigger crime babies than the people that I've mentioned. Because it's always been the rule of thumb. It's, it's always been journalists can write anything they want about you. Television hosts, you know, the uh, program, people in the programs that have their own shows, they're allowed to say anything they want. And who they're talking about never able or, or never supposed to respond. It's like the rule of thumb. You're not allowed to respond. I mean, imagine if back in 2012, at the left did to Romney, rather it was Andrea Mitchell doing the whole Romney's like, uh, George Bush and the Superman. Remember that? I mean, imagine if instead of Republican National Committee, instead of who was it? whoever it was back then, Michael Steele going, "We're really upset by what you did. We want you," and then Andrew Mitchell doing this half the next day. Well, no, it's tired. You know, this is like half ass you know doing this because we 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 want to not because imagine if romney was like just just one just after him things might have been different things might have been different the media is the way they are with trump cuz they've never been challenged before they've never been put in their place people how many how many times during this election cycle how many times during this election cycle and one of my friends Romney was in a it went in a grocery store it was it was some type of uh, um, like a scanner, a barcode. It was some type of scanning uh, mechanism. And they tried to compare Romney being wow, the process was to pop Bush and not understanding a supermarket. I'm foggy on the exact particulars of the, the scanning uh, situation. Grocery store scanner But it was similar to that And Andre Mitchell And MSNBC tried to play The whole Look at Romney Not not understanding this technology He's out of touch Blah 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 So and I Might have had a concussion like Hillary Where I kind of don't remember Large swaths of Information From my life quite frankly, there's about 12 years of my life I'd like to forget. <laughs> there's about 12 years. I was, I was like, what? I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> I wish.
0: I wish. I wish. Anyways, let me get back to uh, the, <laughs> the media Matt Lauer so we can button all this. How many times have you seen? And I, I, haven't seen it in my political time. But uh, the of satellite feed being cut off has never been at level. Huh? How many times have you seen these heated debates where the reporter? The germ put in their place and all of a sudden the feed gets caught seriously, seriously re- re- hell remember the the complete just anarchy on the on the what was it Brooke Baldwin between the uh, the crew's support by, uh, again despise Dis- despise. And we'll get to that in, in, in the next segment. The one that uh, was rumored to be with Ted Cruz. You guys remember what's what was her name? The 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 Amanda Amanda was it Amanda Plummer Amanda, Car- Amanda Carpenter Amanda Carpenter. Remember when she was on with uh, with with Brooke Baldwin, and she's running down Trump. <laughs> It wasn't even a Trump surrogate, per se. It was a talk show host, I think, out of Boston, who's pro Trump. Who's like, I like you. And she was like, Listen, Amanda, aren't you the one that's boffing Ted Cruz? And it was like, What? <laughs> it was like, just, just I mean, that's just one example. How many Don Lemon interviews, Don Lemon's like, we're done, we're done, (laughs) we're done. How how many Don Lemon uh, interviews ended with Don Lemon just just cutting the segment because the person was going off on Hillary, going off on Democrats? Because Don Lemon does, CNN, listen, Dr. Drew. So the media, the media despises Trump, not just because they're all libs and quasi-conservative Republican, but it's because he challenges them. He challenges them. He chal- and, and that's what they don't like. Because they all grew up, they all grew up as the outcasts, as the losers, the no friends. I mean, just look at the more prominent ones. Anderson Cooper. Come on. Don Lemon. Come on. So Donald. Come on. I mean, Chris Hayes. You really think Chris Hayes was just this happening, just just the light of the party? Come on. So they all got into journalism so they could get back at all the people that were mean to them. They could be keyboard warriors. That's where the it comes from. They can sit there and be like, Oh, things
1: you said to me when we were in high school. You
0: are now, you. <cycles cooking steam> and then, poof, goes out. And then the person that, they're, they're talking, oh my God, oh my God. And then Chris is like, uh, uh, now millions of people are reading what a, what a douche that person was. I got back at him for not inviting me to his cool birthday party where Alison Moffat, the high school prom queen, was
1: there. And I just wanted to smell her hair. <laughs> That's those journalists.
0: Katie Turr's dad was Bruce Jenner before Bruce Jenner. So imagine growing up and you're in high school. Hey, how you doing? It's uh, Katie here. I want to tell. It. And then uh, a month later, hi, this is Ba This is Bobina Turner. All the kids are like, uh, Katie, your dad is a, is a She? Your dad got his ding-dong off? What's going on here?
1: So, of course, Katie is like, I'm going to back at everybody that made fun of me. They're all Trump supporters. They're all Trump supporters. Oh. Hi, it's, it's Kate Turr. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a big-time journalist so I can at everybody who made fun of me because of my dad. How do I how do I get, how do I get to MSNBC? Oh, I become Keith Oberman's girlfriend. Okay,
0: I mean that's how Katie Turb got to where she is, guys. She dated Keith Oberman when Keith Oberman. Uh, was the big hot shot of MSNBC. That's Katie Turr. I'm going to get you. So, watch Matt Lauer, because Matt Lauer is part of that crew. Matt Lauer is part of that crew. So, watch the fireworks tonight. I predict Matt Lauer They're gonna be coming at Trump, coming at him hard, coming at him real hard. And they're gonna bring up McCain. So, all right, it's the Rob uh, Zick-Harry show. We got to take a quick break. I'm not gonna close the feed though, you guys on Periscope, but I am gonna take a quick break. We've Got to break up the segment. Quick break. Everybody don't panic. Those of you on Periscope, you're just going to, I don't know, listen to wind. <sighs> and then when we come back, we're going to talk about those little scumbags in Iran. New detail. Well, hey, man. Hey, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you a concept. I'm going to give you guys a concept, and when we get back, you know, when you hear people go, Trump is going to get us, Trump is going to get us into World War III, it's not going to be Trump, Hillary Clinton is elected, Clinton is going to get us into World War III, because she's going to have to somehow show that she's not a hunk. punk. Like Obama. Got it, hey. <laughs> you got to look for a non-transgendered bathroom. <laughs> oh! Just call Bob Burr. Katie Turr's that da- Hit up Katie Turr on Twitter. And go, Kate, where can I find a non transgender bathroom? <laughs>